Welcome to How I Work, a show about the tactics used by the world's most successful people to get so much out of their day. I'm your host, Dr. Amantha Imber. I'm an organizational psychologist, the founder of behavioral science consultancy Inventium, and I'm obsessed with finding ways to optimize my workday. This episode is another My Favorite Tip episode. The title's probably pretty self-explanatory. It's about my favorite tip from each of the interviews I conduct. So the extract I have for you today is from my interview with Rita McGrath, who is a world-renowned professor at Columbia Business School, where she directs the popular Leading Strategic Growth and Change program. She is widely recognized as a premier expert on leading innovation and growth during times of uncertainty, and she's received the number one achievement award for strategy from the prestigious Thinkers 50 and has been consistently named one of the world's top 10 management thinkers in its biannual ranking. Rita is the author of the best-selling The End of Competitive Advantage, and her new book is Seeing Around Corners, How to Spot Inflection Points in Business Before They Happen. Rita's been rated one of the 25 smartest women to follow on Twitter by Fast Company and was voted HR Magazine's most influential international thinker. So in this extract with Rita, I talk to her about how she decides what projects to take on, particularly after she'd finished her most recent book project and was hunting around for something new. So on that note, let's hear about how Rita makes these kinds of decisions. Uh, last year was mainly about getting the book out. You know, I've just written a, a book called Seeing Around Corners. And so for last year, that was really the dominant um, activity and everything really had to do with that. So now that that's in the rearview mirror, we're getting ready to look at what uh, the next the next set of things should be. And how, how do you land on that? What's what's your process for prioritization and thinking about what what is the next thing? Well, um, I think, like most people, you know, it has several different areas of of activity. So there's economic, you know, how we're going to pay the bills and keep the lights on. There's what am I really passionately interested in? Um, and then there's, um, you know, what are the things that I'm uniquely able to do that other people can't do? And it's usually that Venn diagram that leads to things rising to the top of the heap. That, that's very sensible. I, I think that, you know, we, we find that with the work that we do, people really struggle with, with prioritising and I guess having, having those different lenses and looking for that crossover in the Venn diagram, you know, I think is a really practical way of approaching that. Is, is that how you've always done it, either consciously or unconsciously, or is that something that's evolved for you? It's evolved. For years, what I've been doing, and of course, as you know, with our, the kind of work that we do, there's always the question of should you accept a specific engagement or not? And what I actually developed was a scoring system that it, what it basically does is it takes each of those dimensions of strategy and gives it one of three possible scores. So it gets a nine if it's absolutely perfect. It gets a three if it's, eh, you know, could go one way or another. And it gets a one or even a negative score if it if it's um, negative on that dimension. And so what I did some years back was I took the previous year's um, engagements and ran them through that set of lenses. And it was very interesting because all the things that, in retrospect, I really wish I hadn't spent a lot of time on fell below a definite threshold. And so I started to use that now going forward prospectively to make those kinds of time allocation decisions. 
Oh, wow. I love that. That's um, that's very systematic. And so what sort of projects would you apply to that? Because your, your life is very varied. You're obviously a, a professor at Columbia. You do consulting work. You do speaking work. You're a, a writer. Can you take me through a, an example engagement maybe that's that's come across your desk and just how you applied that criteria? Sure. So we had one um, just a little bit earlier from a for-profit retailer who wanted me to come and facilitate a, a major management retreat. And when I looked at it through the lens of this scoring, you know, the, they weren't really willing to pay normal rates. It was going to involve a fair amount of travel. Um, I didn't see it really as as being spectacularly something that only I could do. You know, I think anyone who was fairly competent at facilitating retreats could help them out with that. So it sort of fell short on those dimensions. And if I were to contrast that with something uh, where I'd say, absolutely, I really want to be part of that, um, it would be just recently, I was in fact at CB Insights um, Collective Conference. And so this was a conference dedicated to corporate innovation and the People at the conference would all be, you know, innovators, entrepreneurs, technologists, and um, you know, even though it wasn't really a, a paid engagement, the fact that the group was so attractive and that the topic was so right on what I do really got it on my calendar. So you know, it's not always about the money, right? It's it's often about you know, what's the audience like. Are they good contacts for? Uh, for the future, that kind of thing. And then, of course, you do get, I'm sure you get this too, all those people who say, oh, oh, we should come to my conference and do it for free because it'll <laughs> yes. be great exposure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like all the people that ask you to write articles for them for nothing, you know, and it's like, uh-huh. well, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's some of, sometimes they're right, and then I would, I would agree, but a lot of times they're not. <laughs> That is it for today's show. If you know someone that you think would find this episode useful, why not share it with them using the little share icon wherever you listen to this podcast. And if you're enjoying how I work, why not leave a review? Um, It's awesome getting listener feedback. And thank you to the hundreds of people who have already left reviews. It is hugely appreciated. So that's it for today, and I'll see you next time.